Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of The 80%. Today, we'll talk about bad money habits. Bakit nga ba ang hirap baguhin ang mga ito? At ano ba ang mga strategies na pwede natin gawin para mapalitan sila ng good financial habits? Are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte at ako ay isang registered financial planner. Since 2007, nagbibigay na ako ng financial advice through my blog entitled Ready to be Rich. And I continue this advocacy through this podcast kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang mga effective strategies kung paano ba yumaman. Thank you for tuning in and now on to the show. Lahat ng tao pwede magkaroon ng problema sa pera. Maliit or malaki man ang sweldo mo kung hindi ka marunong mag-save, kung hindi mo kayang i-manage ang mga utang mo, if you have bad financial habits, then it will be hard for you to build and grow your wealth. Example na dito yung ikinuwento ko nung episode 5 na doktor. Malaki nga siya kumita pero baon naman sa utang. At ang reason kung bakit siya nagkaka-problem sa pera is bad money habits. Behavioral ang root cause ng financial problems niya. Alam na natin na importante ang mag-save, pero bakit marami pa rin ang mga taong walang savings? Bakit nahihirapan ka pa rin na makaipon? And that's because we fail to address the bad habits that's causing our financial stress. Nung nagbakasyon ako sa Thailand about 5 years ago, I went to this animal rescue facility for elephants. It was called Elephant's World and dun sa lugar na yon, na-experience ko na magpakain at magpaligo ng mga elepante. Maraming backpackers doon. Some of them have been staying there for several months already to help run the facility. Nakakita na ba kayo ng elepante na up close? Grabe, nakakatakot. Feeling ko anytime pwede akong mahampas nung trunk niya at madaganan ako. Anyway, during the time na papaliguan na namin sila, I was invited to guide the elephants towards the river. Yung na-assign sa akin na elepante, pinapalakad ko papunta dun sa ilog pero ayaw sumunod sa akin. Wala yata sa mood maligo kaya nakatayo lang siya kahit na naiwan na kami ng ibang mga kasama namin. A few minutes later, may bumalik sa akin na staff ng facility. And grabe parang magic. Tinaas lang niya yung kamay niya at tinuro yung daan papunta dun sa river and then ayun, biglang naglakad yung elepante na kasama ko papunta dun sa ilog. So, bakit ko nakwento ito? Anong kinalaman ng elepante sa pera natin? Well, first, I have to tell you about Daniel Kahneman, the founder of Behavioral Finance. He's a Nobel Prize winner and the author of the book, Thinking Fast and Slow. Na-mention ko na siya dati sa episode 22 where I talked about the sunk cost trap and the prospect theory. Anyway, according to Kahneman, there are two ways our brains process the world around us. 
he calls them System 1 and System 2. Yung System 1, ito yung fast thinking, which is associated with snap decisions and subconscious thoughts. System 1 yung gumagana sa utak mo kapag kinagat ka ng lamok at pinapalo or kinakamot mo yung part na nakagat. Hindi mo na iniisip na, ay makate, kaya kakamutin ko. Instinct na natin ang gumagana sa situation na to. At ang utos ng System 1 natin ay kamutin. Yung System 2, ito yung slow thinking, which is associated with our conscious decisions and analytical thought. System 2 yung gumagana sa utak mo kapag kailangan mo mag-isip or mag-analyze. Kapag kailangan mo mag-focus at mag kung ano ba ang tamang gawin sa isang situation. For example, balikan natin yung kagat ng lamok. Sasabihin ni System 1 na kamutin mo siya. Pero si System 2, siya yung magsasabi sa iyo na, Oops! Huwag mong kakamutin kasi magpapantalang balat mo. System 2 ang gagamitin mo para pigilan ng sarili mo na huwag kamutin yung kagat ng lamok. And it takes a conscious decision to do this. Ngayon, balikan natin yung elepante. May isang psychologist, si Jonathan Haidt, he used elephants as a metaphor to understand this dual system. Sa kwento ko, yung elepante ang system 1 at ako ang system 2. System 1 is large, instinctual, and emotional, while System 2 is small, rational, and logical. Lahat na yata ng pwedeng gawin ay ginawa ko para mapalakad ko yung elepante papunta dun sa ilog. Pero yung elepante, ayaw sumunod sa akin. Wala pa raw siya sa mood maligo, kaya nakatayo lang siya dun. Kapag may sale, lalo na kapag online sale, yung System 1 natin, Instinct na niya na mag-login sa Lazada, for example, at maghanap ng mabibili. Kung ang System 2 mo ay katulad ko dun sa elepante, then kahit sabihin ng System 2 ng utak mo na huwag mong bilhin yan, hindi mo kailangan yan, wala kang budget, ay hindi ka pa rin makikinig. Tuloy-tuloy ka pa rin sa pag-add to cart at pag-checkout ng items. Fortunately, hindi naman laging magkaaway ang System 1 at System 2 ng utak natin. Yung staff na bumalik sa akin, yung nagtaas lang ng kamay tapos sumunod na yung elepante sa kanya. Ganun ang pwedeng mangyari kapag na-train ng System 2 mo ang System 1 mo. Importante ang System 1. May mga situations na kailangan mabilis tayo mag-isip. Pero hindi pwede na sa lahat ng oras ay instinctive or emotional tayo sa pagdedesisyon. May mga situations na kailangan natin pakinggan si System 2 na kailangan i-analyze at pag-isipang mabuti kung ano ba ang tamang gawin. And the good news is that, when we start to use our system to more, our usual response to repeated situations becomes the default reaction of system 1. Mahirap sa umpisa na pigilan ng sarili natin na gumasos kapag may online sale. Pero kung paulit-ulit tayong nakikinig sa system 2 natin, then dadating ang point na kahit may online sale, yung System 1 na natin mismo ang magsasabi na wala kang budget so hindi ka pwede mag-shopping. You'll need less and less effort to control yourself from spending unnecessarily. And before you know it, wala niyo yung bad habit mo of impulsive buying. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about eToro. If you want to invest and trade the global markets like U.S. stocks, commodities, forex, cryptocurrencies, and others, 
Then check out eToro, my trusted multi-asset broker with an online community of millions of investors and traders from around the world. One of their coolest features is Copy Trader, which allows you to copy other successful traders on eToro in just one click to easily automate your investing or trading. Sign up today and get a $100,000 practice account. Just go to bit.ly slash open eToro account. That's bit.ly slash open eToro account. Again, that's bit.ly slash open eToro account. All small letters. The 80% is part of Podcast Network Asia, the Philippines' largest podcast network. Visit our website at podcastnetwork.asia and check out all the different shows that you can listen to. If you also have a podcast, then check out podmetrics.co, the only analytics platform you'll ever need for your podcast. All shows on Podcast Network Asia uses Podmetrics, which helps us aggregate data, monetize, and predict performance of our shows. Be sure to put 80% as referral code when you sign up for Podmetrics and I'll give you a free copy of an ebook on how to make money from your podcast. That's it, and now back to our episode. If you want to change your bad financial habits, then you need to learn how to listen more often to your system too. Now, I'm going to share with you a strategy that can help you accomplish this. And the first step to this strategy is to know your triggers. Ang isang bagay ay nagiging habit kapag parati mo siyang ginagawa. And the reason bakit mo siya laging ginagawa is because you create a habit loop. A habit loop starts with a trigger. Then, it prompts an action or a reaction, which gives you a reward. So, trigger, then action, then reward. Naramdaman mo na kinagat ka ng lamok. That's the trigger. Ang system 1 action mo is kamutin siya. And then, the reward is the relief you feel when you scratch the itch. Na-stress ka sa work. Bad trip kasi yung boss mo today. That's the trigger. Ang action mo is lumabas after work. Inom or kain kasama ng mga office mates mo. And the reward is, you feel good and you had fun that evening. Nakita mo na may online sale. That's the trigger. System 1 action is buksan mo yung app para i-check kung ano bang mga pwedeng bilhin. And the reward, of course, is retail therapy. It feels good and empowering to be able to buy something that you want. Gets mo na? So, an effective strategy to change bad habits is to know your triggers. And then, you can either avoid those triggers or consciously change the action that follows that trigger. And that action should also lead to a reward. It can be the same reward or something completely different as long as it's a desirable reward. For example, napansin ko dati na kapag nag-grocery ako ay ang dami kong binibiling junk food. Tapos yung mga imported brands pa ang kinukuha ko kaya ang taas ng grocery expense ko. I noticed that my trigger was every time na nakikita ko yung mga imported snacks, ang System 1 response or action ko is mag-crave at kunin yung mga favorite kong chichirya. And of course, 
The reward comes later pag kinain ko na sila. So, my first strategy was to avoid the trigger. Kapag nasa grocery ako, I avoid going to the junk food area. And that helped actually, but it's not a permanent solution. Kasi, there will be times na kailangan kong dumaan doon. And so, the trigger will happen at mapapabili na naman ako ng maraming junk food. At this point, the solution is to let the system 2 part of my brain to take control. To be intentional and conscious about my actions. For this, ang pinili kong response to the trigger is to look at the nutrition facts para makita ko kung gaano karami ang sugar at sodium na nakalagay dito. Pati na rin yung dami ng mga ingredients na hindi ko mapronounce na kasama sa kanya. And then, I imagine myself getting sick with diabetes or having kidney problems. This action was enough for me to put the junk food back to the shelves. And as a reward, I then imagine myself traveling. Tapos sasabihin ko sa sarili ko, Because I'm making healthy choices today, then mas may energy ako at pera na naipon para sa next travel ko. It took a while and a lot of willpower to train my system one. Pero after around 3 months, nabreak ko na yung bad habit ko. Kahit ilang beses akong mapadaan dun sa junk food aisle sa grocery, hindi na ako natitempt na kumuha. Kasi na-train ko na ang system one ko na i-ignore ang mga nakadisplay na chichirya. Another personal example is kapag naging stressful ang week ko, pagdating ng Friday, the prospect of the coming weekend triggers my system one response na magpamasage or magshopping or gumimik para makapag-relax. Again, my solution was to be intentional and conscious of my actions. Instead of going out and spending a lot of money, ang pinili kong action is to instead go to the gym and exercise, or watch a feel-good movie at home, or invite friends over for coffee and play some board games. Mas matipid, but I still get the same reward. Natatanggal ang stress ko, I feel good, and I get to have some fun with my friends. And tulad ng nabanggit ko kanina, it takes a while before matutunan siya ng System 1 mo. For this, I think about 5 or 6 months, Doon lang siya totally nawala yung craving ko na magpamasage or magshopping or gumimik kapag stressed ako. Of course, ginagawa ko pa rin sila. Pero it's because I want to. Because it was planned and may budget ako para sa gasos na yon. Ang nawala is doing those things because it's my automatic response to a trigger. In other words, hindi na siya bad financial habit. Bad money habits are often the result of us ignoring the negative consequences of our actions when responding to a trigger. We let our System 1 dictate our actions. And ang problem sa System 1, if we don't learn how to train it, it will always choose instant gratification. Winning at money is 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge. Yan ang sabi ni Dave Ramsey and as you might know, the inspiration for the title of our podcast. Indeed, if we want to be financially successful, then we need to study and analyze our habits, especially our financial habits. That's why it's helpful to understand how we think as humans and also learn about the habit loop so that we can be more intentional and conscious of our actions, which can then lead to changing our bad money habits and eventually replacing them with good ones.
And that's our episode for this week. Thank you for listening. Kung may natutunan ka today, then please follow or subscribe to The 80%. And invite mo na rin ang friends mo to listen to our podcast. If you have questions that you want me to answer on the show, you can record a voice memo on your phone and send the audio file to readytoberich at gmail.com. For comments and suggestions, you can use hashtag the 80% on your social media post, tag me at rodfits on Twitter and Instagram, or you can go to our show notes which you can find at bit.ly slash the 80%. That's it! Again, my name is Fitz Villafuerte, now saying goodbye, take care, and stay safe. 